All right, what's going on? It's Richie O. And Brian Black. And this is the Powerline Kids Podcast, and let's get right the fuck into it. So apparently Richie O decided, he had a friend come down last night by the name of fucking Kramer, and uh, they decided to uh, drunkenly record a podcast last night, which was, if anybody's listened to it yet, it was fucking hilarious. Um, I listened to it when I fucking found out it was up at probably about noon, because <laughs> my ass was fucking up till 3 a.m. Binge-watching Stranger Things Season 2. I still can't fucking believe you're only on Season 2. Oh, it's hard when you fucking have a problem that you pass out and you can't watch certain things. Oh, very true. Very so, true. All right, I'll give you that. Yeah, so I had to fucking put shit on pause and then fucking roll into it. Um, so how was your night last night out with, with the uh, with, with Mr. Kramer? So fucking Jimmy, had, he calls me or he texted me. And like he's, he was just like, so what are you doing? And I was just like, now I'm thinking that he was fucking like at the house like down here. Like a bunch of our friends got mm-hmm. in the fucking house. So he texts me and then I call him and he's like, oh, he's like, uh, I'm going to come and see you. He's like, I haven't seen you in like a fucking year. I, I talked to him all the time, but fucking like, yeah, I literally physically have not seen him. So fucking I was just like, all right, fucking Kramer's coming down. And I'm like, this should be fucking interesting. Now, I didn't know whether, because I know he had to stop somewhere down here in Tom's River for something. And then he was just like, oh, I'll just come down there and we'll fucking hang out and do whatever. He had to stop down and bang a whore real quick and then come <laughs> over. <laughs> So fucking he he gets here, and um, the first thing that I fucking loved is that like he's just Im- he's immediately telling me what he's doing like on his phone, and then like he just he goes into all this other shit and like there wasn't even like a really big like fucking like hello. <clears throat> and he, well, actually, what, the one thing that he did fucking say like when I walked in, he was just like besides the fact that you don't have a penis and you have a vagina. Yeah, there we go. That so and you're an emo when you get drunk, which <laughs> I can verify. Yes, he does. He gets very emotional when he drinks. He's like that sobbing girl at the end of the night that got fuck her boyfriend left with her best friend because she couldn't keep her shit together. You're kind of like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> All right. I have, well. I have a lot of pent up frustration and anger. All right. So, you know what? After what Jimmy said last night, that, that wasn't bad. Because that wasn't just a podcast. He was literally fucking like busting my chops like oh, the yeah. fucking tired. Oh, that fucking was fucking night. great. I was laughing. I'm like, wow, this is, this is really shit on Ritty, Richie night. This is fucking great. I, I usually have to deal with that with like other people when they're welcomed into my family. Usually, it's like that's the rite of passage when you come into my house, my parents' house at a, at a family function. You have to put up with like all of the gross shit and the fucking fucked up stories about like people falling down drunk, people getting woken up on the fucking toilet bowl, and especially when your fucking fiance is there and fucking she goes, she comes to you and goes, "Somebody's asleep in your bathroom on the toilet." <laughs> And, of course, I have to be the asshole who's fucking still lit, waking up with eyes closed, navigating like the fucking blind mouse, with the fucking feeling around like the fucking forest. He was weird. He was feeling around all the fucking trees. He's like, Jimmy, I think we're on a tree with planets. And fucking, yeah, that was a fucking great barbecue. We used to throw awesome fucking parties like that, but yeah. So fucking... So, yeah, get, getting back onto the shitting on Rich the fucking night. Yeah. So, like, you know, I, I started telling Jimmy, like, things that have, like, been going on. You know, because he's, he's been, I haven't seen him in a year. So, like, I'm trying to fill him in as much as I can. With, like, not, like... I, not well, you me- talk to him on the phone, so it's not even, like... But not the thing. Like, yeah. I was, like, I was telling him about, like, uh, certain, like, work things. So, I'm, like, I'm trying to fucking fill him in. And, like, he said, like, something, and then he tried to show me something. And I was, like, all right. And he was just, like, why are you, like, why are you such a girl? I'm, like, Really? 
<clears throat> I'm like, because I'm not fucking like agreeing like with whatever the fuck. What? What the fuck are you talking Be about? Be correct. He called you a bitch. He said you're. A, he said it right on the fucking podcast you uploaded. <laughs> oh. Richie, you're a bitch. <sighs> so <clears throat> we went out, and even while we were eating dinner, there were a couple. There were a couple jabs while we were fucking eating dinner. And then, or I'm sorry, fucking our appetizers. Which, by the way, their fucking nachos are really fucking good. I love their fucking nachos. So, he, you know, we ended up coming back. And now the thing with Jimmy, I've been trying to get him on this fucking podcast since I started this. I think it's four years now. I think this August was four years. So, um, I no, 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 maybe almost four. Anyway, uh, what the fuck was I saying? I just he was jabbing at you. Oh yeah, at, so we fucking really... over appetizers. It sounds like a it sounds like a mandate. It really I, you doesn't. Know, you know, it, it sounds like we were sitting at a table. You sitting at a table. We did have were a waiter. You, did you have like were you like holding each other's hand from across, like one hand on the other and glaring at each other, and blinking mm. their eye, blinking your eyes? You know? No, I believe it or not, he was at, he was like the broad though. He, he was, was he was on. Oh, his he phone. was like the broad. He was on the. Oh, okay. He was on the phone. Oh. You know, he's looking at his Instagram and fucking all this yeah, other. He's track. like that bad mother in the fu- every fucking story you go into now. What's your kids doing? They're fucking ripping up the aisle, but I don't give a fuck. I'm paying, playing Candy Crusher, fucking Facebooking. Listen, people, put your fucking phones away. That fucking aggravates me. So, so he was doing that, and then finally, like, we got like another drink, and then I was just like, and Jimmy just started saying like the, the funniest fucking things. I'm like, I need to. I, I'm like, you need to come on the podcast. I'm like, we need to go home. I'm like, we just. I'm like, even if it's for a fucking half hour. I'm like, we fucking just need. I want you to fucking say all the shit that you're saying to me here. Forty nine minutes was, later, I was laughing my ass off at some of the shit he was saying. I'm like, oh my god, this needs to be fucking recorded. So we get back and he's like, I don't know if I want to do it. I was like, fuck it, let's just go do it. Don't be a pussy. So we fucking. The second, like, we got into it, it seemed like he, I don't know, like he didn't know what to do, but he fucking, he flowed back into it. No, it's just a matter of, I mean, it was funny. It was like, you know, he's, uh, you know, I know what a journeyman is, thank God, Um, because that was a vague explanation. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm a glorified installer. No, Jimmy, you're really not, but it's okay. Oh, I remember, yeah, he fucking glorified. He's like, I'm a glorified installer. Wow. Excuse me while I light my cigarette. <laughs> so. so anyway, yeah, that was last night, and then we woke up today. Oh, this is the best part. So I wake so up. So they cuddled in bed last night, according to uh, Richie. They um, he, he listen, crawled into bed about six o'clock in the morning. Listen, Doc, there was a body pillow there, and he was pretty much hanging off the side. Okay, and it's, it's number one. It's my fucking bed. Was he dressed? <laughs> yes, he was. Okay. <laughs> Did he have jammies on? Actually, he fucking <laughs> took my fucking like my sweatpants and like. My shit, mm-hmm. but it's all right because I would do the same thing at his house. Like I would seriously fucking like get get a hoodie from him or fucking sweatpants or whatever. I would literally pass out in his bed. I need something. I need something to wear tonight. Okay. And see, the thing is, though, when it's our I, first date, I can't wear fucking nothing. But listen, when I pass out, see, here's the problem. So like Jimmy, I think was actually nice enough to like hang off the edge of the bed to like, you know, that's. Oh, you don't think he just got in there, hit, felt bed, and went? <laughs> well, see, now that's the thing with me. If I ever like drunk or even if like I'm exhausted for me to go to sleep I sort of have to like go in the middle of the bed Mm -hmm. I don't know it's fucking weird like if I'm sleeping by myself okay basically let me explain this because Richie has actually stayed at my house um he sleeps like he's sleeping in a coffin so you picture Dracula like feet straight (laughs) arms across the chest that is how Richie sleeps in the in whatever wherever he's sleeping 
And see, and if you can't fucking wake me up, that's the fucking problem. Like, I my dog can wake anybody up. <laughs> I passed out, fucking, like when I was younger, and we used to like go out partying, and everyone would just pass out like certain people's houses or whatever. I miss those days. I literally would just like be like, ah, fucking bed. I literally would like sleep in the fucking middle. And just, like, someone would be like, I tried to wake you up for two hours. Like, I wanted to go to bed. Like, and you just fucking just kept moaning and groaning and telling me to go away. It's my fucking bed. It's my bed. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. I'm like, it was comfortable. I never had that experience with other other people. <laughs> Usually my experiences in beds have been with women. I've woken up to three naked ones. No, but I mean, like, you never got drunk at a friend's house and, like, passed out, like... Yeah, usually, uh, I was usually the last one to pass out because oh, we had that rule. You know, first asshole to pass out, you're fucking free game to get shit written on your face. Yep. Yeah. I remember. Yep. I was the guy who you'd usually fucking pass out last and I would draw the Hitler mustaches on everybody. <laughs> what is the, where's the craziest place that you passed out at? Cemetery. What? I passed out in a cemetery. Yeah. What the fuck were you doing in the cemetery? We were fucking drinking one night in fucking Jersey City. And fucking we all, we're at the fucking cemetery because it's a great view of the city. We were sitting there drinking. I was sitting in on some big fucking throne thing that they had there. It was like some old fucking grave from some family, but it was like a throne almost. So I was sitting there drinking, and we were bullshitting, and I fucking fell asleep. I was comfortable. <laughs> The Jersey City story. I like that. I like so, that. I really do. Like, I thought you were talking about, like, down no, here. No, like, no. You, oh, my God. You drove the, to a The worst city. place I ever fucking pe- fell asleep down here was, um, I, uh, I fell asleep when I worked at the movie theater. I actually fell asleep upstairs on the fucking freezer. <laughs> what? I worked a double. So, basically, if you were over the age of 18 and you worked for... The local movie theaters, they made you work on Saturday and Sunday. You had to work doubles. Holy so you had to work open to close. And that was like usually fucking... And it, open to close is not like open to close for fucking public. Oh, yeah. So like it wasn't like, oh, 10.30, you guys got to come in to get the theater prep. No, we were there at like 8 o'clock in the morning. And we worked till fucking like... Sometimes we worked till like the last movie let out, which was sometimes like 1, 1 a.m., one thirty. Yeah, like Mikey, actually, showing, Mikey used to do that too. Last showing was usually at like 11.30. So you figure two hours, 12.30, 1.30. Then you got to get all the all the assholes out, which we had everything done. So once those people were gone and we cleaned that theater up, if it was one of those nights where we felt am, ambitious enough to do it, sometimes you just say, fuck it, that movie ain't showing. Nothing showing in that theater till like 1 o'clock. We ain't cleaning until the next morning. Um... No, and then we would go to fucking, of course, we would hit up the fucking diners. Oh, yeah. So it would be like, you get out at 1.30, you're like, oh, I'm hungry. Uh, let's go hit the diner. So you did the diner, you'd stay there at two, and then you had to be up at fucking 7 o'clock in the morning to go fucking into work for like 8.30. So Jesus because Christ. of whatever. And we used to do that. We used to do that every fucking night. It was a nightly thing with us. And I was one of the fucking assholes who got stuck working like the day shift the next day. Nice. <laughs> or the doubles, you know. So one night I was... I worked a double, and I was told, you're going to be up in Popper, so dorm where they made the popcorn, which was a separate room upstairs next to projection. So I was up there one night, and it was my fucking, they gave you a, an hour and a half break in between your shift. Oh, nice. So what I did was, is I just basically took my fucking work shirt off, and my back my backpack I had with me, put the backpack down, put the shirt on top of it, fucking laid right on top of the freezer and passed out. Fucking awesome. Radio playing, fucking, I, I was out cold. 
Jeez. My buddy came and at like 30 minutes from my break was over. Came, woke me up. So I got a nice hour fucking power nap in. Went downstairs, walked next door to the fucking coffee house, grabbed uh, some lunch, and uh, which was usually like buffalo cheese fries and like a burger. Oh, that's fucking healthy. Oh my god, it was. I used to bring them back. I used to like fucking order them because it was like a gigantic plate of them. And we came up with that. Like it wasn't some a menu item until we started asking for it. No shit. Yeah. We they just had like the disco fries or cheese fries. So we got. We said one night we were fucking around. And we got buffalo wings. And I was taking the fucking cheese fries, because of course, some of the fucking weirdos I worked with, nobody likes gravy on their french fries, I found out. Down here? For some here? reason. The people we worked with. There was only oh, a okay. select group of us who did. But um, it was like weird. They were like, oh, I don't want the gravy. I don't want, I don't, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Why not? I'm watching my weight. <laughs> then why are you eating cheese fries? Like, we're here kind of just bullshitting. It was an appetizer. We split. And I was dipping the hot, uh, the fucking french fries in my hot sauce. So the next night, the waitress said to me, she goes, I can ask the guy to put it on the fries if you want. I'm like, you can? <laughs> oh, that's great. So we basically had them invent the dish. And it, after like a couple of months, it caught on. And it was on the menu. No shit. Yeah, they actually put it on their menu. It was buffalo cheese fries. Look at that. And it was fucking great. It was, like, awesome. And, um... But, yeah, we used to do that. And, um... I used to fucking pass out a lot up, up, up there because it was, like, the fucking... It was quiet. Nobody bothered me. And I could get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, was, Mike, when Mikey moved at the, uh, worked at the movie theater, he actually... Did you ever, like, let people in, like, late night? Like, fucking, like, as, like... Like, Mikey used to have to, like, close. And I would just be like, can I come and, like, watch... It was Resident Evil, the first one. And I was just like, can, you know, he's like, why don't you come over? He's like, I have shit to do. He's like, but I'll just... They're gonna fucking put that movie on or whatever. I'm like, you fucking serious? We used to have sneaks. Thursday night, we used to do sneak. What's that? That was when they, um... <clears throat> they used to do it. They don't do it anymore because of, uh fucking movie companies oh like a sneak off. preview yeah oh, so okay. what we do is it was employees only and their friends nice. so what we would do is we would turn around and like we would watch whatever the big movie was we would watch that and one other big movie that was coming out they would have up uh, to test run and we would be in there to make sure there was no problems with, like the audio and shit but we would fucking be sitting in the movie theater eating fucking popcorn and fucking smoking <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That is fucking awesome. There's a bunch of fucking rowdy teenagers fucking in a movie theater fucking smoking and fucking, you know, somebody had fucking alcohol. I tried not to, I never drank while I was down here out with any of the people I know because I was trying to be the good person when I moved. Oh, so this was like a rehabilitation? Mm-hmm. Fucking yeah, come down it here? It didn't last long. Well, I do remember that though, Mikey. Let me in. And it was the best part was it was just me and I, I couldn't smoke, but like he gave me you know what though it was it was nice but he had those big bags of popcorn yeah fucking he like I gave me like half a bag I'm like what the fuck am I gonna do with all this popcorn he's like I, if you don't eat it he's like we're just gonna throw, throw it, it out yeah because like we used to clean the poppers out like on Thursday night like we would what we do is we would clean the poppers out and all that popcorn would be on the bottom of the bag so we take some of the times we would take the half bags and bring them in with us. And then we would take, they had courtesy cups. So everybody would go in and somebody had the bag with them and then we'd just take uh, cups full of the fucking popcorn. That's fucking awesome. 
and it was funny as hell because we would load the bag with butter. Jesus So we Christ. would turn around and we would put the bag over the butter that we were going to throw out and we would like fucking try to drain the butter into it. And we had, uh, we had we had people came in and bought the bags. They would come in and ask to buy the full fresh pop bags Holy that we made. shit. And I mean, we had one lady who came for, she bought, I had to remember because I was, I was up there popping. I She bought 35 I was up there popping. Fucking, she bought 35 bags one night. What? Yeah. What the fuck was she doing? They were doing a school drive-in for like the kids. Oh. Like a movie night for the kids. And they were getting all the shit for her. And we were like, really? You need 35 bags of popcorn? She goes, yeah, there's going to be like 300 people in the fucking... Jesus Christ. Out in the football field watching whatever. They were watching like fucking Toy Story or whatever on the fucking... On a sheet. <laughs> <laughs> that was the drive-in. Yeah. But that's... Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember that big-ass fucking... And I was like, I was sitting there and then like I had the big fucking cup of like Coke or whatever the fuck it is I was drinking... And I just remember, like, putting my fucking hand in this huge fucking bag and just taking out, like, two pieces of like popcorn. Like a little kid. I'm just fucking sitting there, fucking eating it. Mikey's, like, coming in, like, every once in a while, like, check on me. He's like, like, a handful. He's like, you all right? Everything good? I'm like, hey, I'm fucking watching the movie. He's like, all right, I got more shit to do, and then we can leave. I'm like, all right, go do your fucking thing. It was, that was fucking awesome. And you know what they did there, too? At midnight on Saturdays? Mm-hmm. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. See, we I never the theaters I worked at never did that, which would have been oh, fucking it, hilarious. I love it because they did it in the theater with the stage mm-hmm. in front of the screen, so they were acting it out like while it was on fucking screen. I actually loved fucking going and like watching that. Like I was a fan of Rocky Horror mm-hmm. when I was younger, mm. but then like when Mikey was just like, "Yeah, they do that at the theater I work at," I'm like, "I gotta fucking come and see this." I, I got a story about Rock I, that. <laughs> It's just the jump to the left. <laughs> so that's what she said. So, but yeah, those fucking people were nuts. Oh my god! Yep. Like they were wearing the same. And they still do it now. They still do it to this fucking. Yeah, day. Uh, Listen, it's no secret. But fucking like. Yeah. So I, if anybody's ever down the shore, there is a place. Asbury Park does the one movie theater in Asbury Park does it. Still, I think, uh, and the bowling alley. If it's still open. I'm not sure. i got to check. Uh, but, yeah. In Asbury Park on Ocean Avenue, there's a place that actually does it. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. I think it's on Friday nights. I think <clears> we should go. I really... Hell no. I would... Oh, no. Not... Definitely not. Why not? Um, I've been to Asbury for certain things late at night. And it's just kind of a little sketchy area. You know? And the people that go there to that specific place. We... Because I went with somebody to a... Um, a uh, Three Days Grace concert mm-hmm. at the Stone Pony, and we came out at the same time that they had come out, mm-hmm. and we were like looking, and she's like, "What the fuck is like?" The girl I was with was like, "Who the what the fuck?" I'm like, "The Rocky Horror Picture was playing tonight, so they're coming out of that. That's what she's like." Oh, I'm like, "Yeah," I said, "Not a sex convention or anything mm-hmm. weird." I was like, "It's that," but. I know there's a lot of places that do it. I know there's places in AC that do it still. Um, I think there's a place in Breadbank that does it actually too. When I fucking first saw that, because that, that I saw that at Mikey's Fuck Theater, I literally, I, I think, and you know what the thing is too? Like, I, I think, I don't even think like I did anything that, I think like I was just like at home and then like Mikey called me and he's like, oh, he's, I th- maybe I had to pick him up. I don't know, there was some reason... And he's just like, yeah, the Rocky Horror Picture Show thing is tonight. So he's like, so I'm stuck here until like three. And he was just like, if you want, you can just come and, you know, fucking hang out. He's like, I'm not doing anything. 
He's like, they pretty much run their own shit. Yeah. So he's like, I don't really have to do anything but just sit here. So sit here like, clean up. So fuck it. I was like, all right. I'm like, if you're fucking bored, I'll come and fucking hang out. I remember fucking walking in, and he's like, he's giving me this look because he hated the Rocky Horror, like, those people, like, because, like, they've always fucked shit up. I don't I, He just disliked it a lot. I wonder how many times you got people fucking in there. I don't think, he never told me any stories about that. Yeah. He might have some, though. <laughs> but, um, I remember he was just like, alright, so... We, and we did have Mikey call in on Friday night, but unfortunately, we had uh, a little, some technical difficulties. We gotta edit some shit out, because... Mikey was dropping names left and right that we got to fix. So once we figure out how to uh, clean that up, and we're getting new software, actually. Um, so we will no longer be recording on Audacity anymore. Um, unless we really have to. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Because we've been having some really fucked up technical issues with Audacity lately. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if it's the new newer version or if it's just the fact that it's a fucking free program. Um, you know, I love fucking... I love free, but certain things you gotta... Oh, yeah, no, certain things you definitely... You gotta make fun. free, but you gotta fix the fucking bugs. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've heard stories about people getting, like, acting out the full fucking movie in the fucking theaters, and I'm like, there's parts where people are running around fucking completely fucking... almost naked. Pretty much, you, yeah. You know? I mean, shit, the one chick, her tits are pretty much hanging out through almost the entire and, fucking movie. And see, that was, like, the thing, like, because I'd never saw it before, like, live like that. And, like, I started seeing, because, like, they put all their shit in the hallway to mm-hmm. go into the theater. They come out, get dressed or whatever. They come and, out and get wait, dressed. I fucking, I literally was, like, talking to Mikey at the counter. Like, I walked, he let me in, and then he went behind the counter. So I was, like, leaning up against the counter, and I saw, like, all the bags lined up down the hallway. And I'm like, is that all their shit? He's like, yeah, they fucking just come in and throw all the shit down. And then all of a sudden, this girl, I guess she was doing one of the parts in the scene, like in the movie, mm-hmm. like where they pretty much wear nothing. She like comes running out of the bathroom and I literally, now Mikey has been experiencing this for like like last six months. I, yeah, I'm used to that. I did the thing where I literally, I was leaning, I remember it. Mikey was like by the fucking soda machine. I was like leaning down, like just right over the fucking counter. And then all of a sudden, like, out of the corner of my eye, I saw this, like, half-naked half fucking chick, like, running across the hallway into the theater. And I literally said, Mikey. I, I swear to God, it was like a movie. I'm like, Mikey. I'm like, there's a fucking naked girl fucking running around the theater. I'm like, did you... I'm like, you didn't see that? And he literally did the thing. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, you haven't even been in there yet. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Is there a fucking cult sacrifice going on in there? Wait, so then he like explained. He's like, no, Rich, when I tell you that they act out the movie, they act, act out, out the, the movie. movie. Like where? I'm like, I got to fucking see this. So he brings me and go up the stairs to get to the main theater, like with the stage mm-hmm. in front of it. And, um, dude, it was like, it was like he opened up the door. It was like Willy Wonka's fucking chocolate factory. Like Pandora. Like, he opened up the Fucking Pandora's box, you get the glimpse inside of the meaning of life. And, and but see, the thing was though, is not only were they acting the shit out on stage, and I it, there was just naked fucking people just like running around, but the people in the audience mm-hmm. dress like certain people yeah. in the fucking movie. So now I'm fucking like in a room, and Mikey's like, "Well, if you want to go sit down, the whole theater was packed." Oh, of course, it was packed. Yeah, because uh, <clears throat> my friend Scissors, I love Scissors. She, um, Scissors. her boyfriend. They, I lo- wait, I, can I just once again really point out how much I love that fucking nickname? That is so... Yo, Scissors, what's up? See, she, her boyfriend, um, 
He's uh, we'll nickname him the wrestler because he loves fucking wrestling. Um, but yeah, Scissors and the Wrestler. Oh. She, her boyfriend. They actually not well. She doesn't. She hasn't been there yet. But he does that on Halloween supposedly with like a couple of like his brother and somebody else. They go like two two of their friends go to war, uh, one of the theaters. I think that's how I found out it was in Asbury. And she was like, "Oh, she goes, isn't that like great?" And I'm like. Yeah, it's fucking great because you know he's, you know he's fucking gonna he's fun he's fun to be around and her boyfriend is, he does fright fest every year. Oh, nice. So he's actually like, uh, this weekend was orientation for fr- getting ready for fright fest, so he was there signing up and everything, signing all the release paperwork and all that shit, and then they're gonna, they do all the the training and stuff that they have to do. I did not realize that they actually fucking prep for that like. Two months in advance. Got fucking practice makes perfect. Yeah, because it's like he's one of his characters. He dresses up as a fucking chainsaw wielding, uh, fucking like zombie looking dude. Nice. Yeah. Can and he, he's can he get us free tickets? I I don't know. <laughs> you got to got to find out about that. So can he get us some free fucking? I tickets? think he can get us in because I know I know he's got a season pass because he they go to Great Adventure a lot. And she's got a season pass, um, so I know they can bring a guest at points, but I don't know if it includes Fright Fest. I haven't been to Fright Fest in mm. a fucking I've never years. been to Fright Fest because it I wasn't, just... When I went, though, I think I was too young. Or No, no you know what? It's not that I was too young because my, my friend's parents brought us. And I, I don't remember it being that great. Like, it was cool. Like, a lot of the shit they did, it well, was Well, cool. it's... Ch- suppo- I mean, it's changed because he's, like... I, I mean, she sent me pictures of him dressed up. And, like, he looks fucking scary. You know? And he's, like, a... He's a pretty, you know, fucking bulky dude. So, it's not like he's this, like, fucking yeah. little zombie thing running around with a, you know, a little fake chainsaw. No, he's got a real chainsaw. Jesus fucking... It's just got no blade on it. Um, but it's fucking... It, it looks fucking scary as shit. And he's actually, his silhouette is actually on t-shirts. No shit. Yeah, one of the, the t-shirt place in Great Adventure actually used his silhouette with him with the chainsaw as one of the t-shirts. That's for fucking Fright awesome. Fest. That is fucking yeah. awesome. And I think like one of the, two of the banners that they hang up in the, in the park. Yeah, dude. But yeah, he's, um, he's all into that shit. He, he fucking loves it. He's, and he's a fucking pretty solid dude. So um, he goes to the fucking Rocky Horror Picture Show. He right? goes to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, supposedly. I gotta get more information on that from her. But yeah, she was telling me about that. She's like, "Oh, do you know what that's about?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's fucking a lot of fun. I mean, it, supposedly, because they act out everything. They throw rice. They do this. Oh my god, they yeah, fucking everything. Yeah, and that's actually yeah. that's one of the things that Mikey gets. Uh, well, actually, about. Mikey used to be in charge. I think he made other people fucking do it, but it's still fucking like made a mess. And like, a, yeah, like they would clean, but like Mikey said, like they. It, it wasn't like 100 percent i don't know he, he was always pissed so he brings me in and he's like yeah if you want you go sit down like over there and that's i'm like and i looked at the audience because they have the lights on yeah because they need to mm-hmm. fucking act it out so fucking you can see everyone in the fucking theater and you have to walk it's like one of those theaters you have to walk downstairs to mm-hmm. go see so i'm like mikey i'm like i don't think i can go sit with those people he's like what he's like they're just like the cool thing was he didn't hate them because of the movie and like them acting it out. He just hated it because they were fucking like they were just slobs. They were fucking right. mess. Well, yeah, because it's and the best part is like he's sticking up for like he's sticking up for them. He's it, like, it's what? just people. He's like they're just fucking people. He's like they're just hearing. They costumes. don't and most and literally they don't care. 
from what I found out. Like anybody can go. You don't have to fucking. Oh yeah, no, you yeah, don't have to dress up. So, so some people who just like the fucking movie, they sing. Everybody sings along yep. to all the fucking well, songs, and that's the thing. Like yeah. when I, because then Mikey left, he had to go back downstairs. So I'm just sitting, like standing up at the top, and just like watching this fucking thing unfold in front of me. And then all of a sudden, like I love the Rocky Horror Picture Show, by the way. That is like one of the fucking greatest fucking movies that it. Tim Curry mm-hmm. in that movie is fucking phenomenal. Like I, that's just awesome. And uh, what I didn't realize. Is that now they're acting it, and not only the people in the fucking audience are dressed up, but like they answer like um like every every couple scenes, whatever. There's a big like part, and the people in the audience, the whole audience, just answers like this way the woman did and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there, I'm going, you gotta be fucking people, literally like like me. Like I thought I was the only one that like tried to memorize like fucking movies and just sit there. Like I could literally, and I know this is very cliche to say as a fucking guy. I can literally recite the whole script to Fight Club. Like, the whole script. Like, I literally catch myself sometimes watching Fight Club, and I'm literally saying every fucking word that's in that fucking movie. Even sometimes when I watch it with people, I'll just sit there, and then I'll just turn over, and I'll just say, like, the line that, like, the Brad Pitt or Ed Norton was going to say. Yeah. And just be like, oh, blah, 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 this. And what the fuck did you say? Like, oh, yeah, no, nothing. And I'll nothing. Just, okay. I'll just keep fucking, like, oh, my God. I thought I was the only one, but every single person mm-hmm. in the audience had this fucking movie memorized. It was fucking insane. I literally went back, like, six or seven times. Yeah. I never sat with them. I stood at the back. <laughs> but I literally just stood went. Stood like that kid at the fifth grade dance, just standing at the wall, like, nobody wants to dance with me. I'm good. And wait, I was also that person that fucking, like, I went back. Because I think we, I, it was senior year of high school. So, like, I literally would go in and just be like, dude, you, I know that you want to go out drinking on Saturday, but you got to come. Like, I was trying to, like, get people to fuck people. Yeah, like, and no, I actually did, like, three or four dude, of us. Dude, there's, like, hot girls. Come on, let's go. I didn't even say that. I'm like, I know you want to go to that party. Well, if you would have said, if you would have said the Kramer, there was a, there's hot girls that were going to have naked, he'd have been I think like I did. Flint. I think I did. <laughs> I think I did. I'm like, Jimmy, fucking people walk around, well, uh, girls walk around, like, fucking half naked. And I think it was like, all right, I'll go. He's like, you need me to drive? He's like, Mike, you can get us in? Mike, get us in? I'm good. I'm there. But, um, yeah, so fucking, it, I, I went back like six or seven fucking times. I always stood at the back. Because each time I did go, I started making my way towards the seats. And then, like, something crazy would happen. Like, some kid would look at me, and he'd be, like, fucking half naked. And, like, be, like, looking at me, like, saying the lines in the movie. And I'd be like, I'd just turn around and just be like, all right, not tonight. I'm not ready for this yet. The water's still cold. I'm not ready to be acclimated into the clan. Oh, my God, dude. And then the best part was, uh, I think it was the last time I went. At the Chevy Chase moment when Russ walks out of the balcony. Dad, what are you doing? You like fish, Russ? (laughs) (coughs) Oh, man. Excuse me. So, uh, the last time I went, and no one ever talked to me. Like, people would say hello, Mm -hmm. but I just stood at the back so people, they thought I was weird because I was standing at the back just like watching everything and I'm sitting there going you're fucking weird and they're like no you're you gotta, weird cause you gotta be sta- the fuzz you're standing in the middle of a fucking movie theater at the back of it just watching all of us you got the one guy waiting for you he's looking at you waiting for you to leave cause he can let up his joint and fucking take a couple drags off of it <laughs> but this girl actually did fucking like she came in through the like the top door and she wasn't half naked I mean she was wearing the costume but she wasn't half naked and she actually she was she was pretty she was a very pretty girl 
And she actually sat there and she was just like, you know, she's like, every, for the last like month, she's like, you come here and she's like, you just, I think maybe this is why I stopped going. She's like, you come here and she's like, I've noticed that you just stand in the back of the room and like, you just lean on the ledge and just watch. I'm like, well, I like the Rocky Heart. She's like, uh, so do I. That's why I'm here. She's like, but why don't you like go and sit down? She's like, better yet. She's like, um, four people just like bowed out to do like the acting thing or whatever. She's like, why don't you try out? She's like, you know the movie? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I know the movie. Like, back to front. And she's like, why don't you try out? I'm like, well, I, I, you know, I'm not really into that fucking, that type of play right there. She's like, no, no, no trust me. She's like, you're going to have fun. Um, and she's like, you know, she's like, maybe you could even um, play the part of like Brad. And I'm just like sitting there. And I'm oh, just, like, Brad. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm not really like fucking into that. And once again, just trying to explain like, you guys are great. I'm like, you guys are fucking awesome. That's why I've been coming here. And she's like, well, I just want to let you know that other people have been noticing that you've just been standing in the back of the room. Because it's the funny thing about the the groups that go, and I've learned this from talking to different people, um, everybody knows everybody. It's not like, you know, they're all strangers, they just meet up for this. No, they're all literally, and they're very very welcoming. Like, I went to... uh, and I didn't realize it at the time. I went to see a friend of mine, her brother, who met recently in the last probably want to say like uh, eight years, has come out about being gay. And he actually is not that there's anything wrong there's with n- that. Nothing wrong with it, which is great because I, I always have for to say years. That I no, always, but for years, it's a Seinfeld reference. Yeah, <laughs> not that just, there's anything wrong with that. It's just completely funny because. I've said to him, we've made comments to him for years about it, and he's like, no, no, I like girls, and it's like, all right, dude, um, that's great, we know there's a little bit of shit going on, but mm-hmm. you don't want to say anything, that's cool, and his sister, I love, I fucking loved her, she stuck up for him, no, no, he's just a late bloomer, I'm like, yeah, he's a late bloomer because no one can fuck as many men as you, mm-hmm. so... Um, but again, he was, I went to a production he put on, um, and his boyfriend was actually the lead in it. And then I was talking to them afterwards because since we were considered like family, you know, we got to stay after Mm -hmm. because it was the opening night and do the after party and stuff. And I was talking to like his boyfriend, his boyfriend's like, we were talking about Rocky Horror because on the back of the stage in Asbury Park was a big Rocky Rocky Horror Horror poster. Mm Mm-hmm. So we were talking about that, and he goes, oh, he goes, I come every, I think it was like Friday night or Saturday night to do the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and -and so-and-so comes with me, and it's great. And I said, and I asked, I said, well, is it just every, nobody knows, he goes, no, everybody knows each other, everybody's friendly. I did realize that. You know, and I'm like, I said, fucking, that makes a lot of fucking sense, because you're comfortable with the people around you. He goes, yeah, we're like one big family. We're friends. He goes, we even talk afterwards. He's like, it's not like we just go, we're friends there, and then we don't. He goes, we see each other out in public. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, you guys, that's fucking awesome because us comic book fucking people get alienated for everything we fucking do. Yeah, without a doubt. (laughs) You know? I I love that fucking, that old cliche of being a fucking nerd is so fucking outrated and outdated. Um I actually didn't Should. fucking get any comics this weekend. I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm really disappointed in myself. Richie's review will have to wait for this weekend. <laughs>
I bet there were a lot of good comics that came out this fucking week. Too. I didn't even check the fucking. I get the list every fucking Tuesday when they when they drop it. I and didn't, I didn't look. even fucking. Oh, so so disappointing. But yeah, so I mean, it's like anything though. From because I have friends who are into like some weird shit. Um, I know a couple of girls who are into like some really weird shit. But well, <clears throat> I, I know a lot of fucking girls, which is my fucking part of my fucking problem. Um, and uh, anyway. Back on topic. Uh, so yeah, the the fucking this shit. These people are like normal, you know, normal everyday fucking people. And, and there's that, nothing wrong with what, that. Wait. It, then the thing was, is that when the girl was, she was like, oh, you know, people have been noticing, and I actually kind of got like embarrassed. I, I never get embarrassed. <clears throat> I never get embarrassed because you know what? To me, I don't know why people get embarrassed with like certain things. Like it. To me, like if it happened, it happened. It's fucking done. It's over with. Just fucking move on. Like, there's, there's no way, like, I could, but this girl fucking embarrassed me, because I'm sitting there, and I'm like, and in my head, I'm going, wait, these fucking people are talking about me? Like, they're actually sitting there going, like, who's that weird kid fucking sitting up at the top? Like, yeah, because you're, you're being the, and you're she, the weird one. And she's sitting there, and she was just like, you know, everyone's very friendly. She's like, I'm sure, she's like, there are people, like, your age down there. She's like, you can just go and sit down, and she's like, you know the movie? And she's like, once again, she's like, if you want to be in it, she's like, there are four people that dropped out. And I literally just sat there, and like I said, I was just so embarrassed because all I kept thinking was, is that I can never show my face here again. I can never show my face here again. If people are fucking in the audience, like turning around, and now I'm, because that's the thing. As soon as she told me that, I started picturing people in the audience being like, yeah, that weird kid is talking to like Joanne or whatever the fuck the yeah. girl's name was. Like, well, what is he doing? What? And I'm just like, all right, I gotta go. I gotta go, and I never went back. I went six times, and I never went back. Damn it, Janet. Damn it, Janet. Damn it, Janet. But, yeah, it, uh, you know what? And I really think, now looking back on it, because mm-hmm. at that time, we were so young. I mean, we were like, you know, that that's not cool, you know, that they're doing that or whatever. Like, it was like the cool thing. Like, oh, I'm not getting up on stage and doing that. Like, I'll watch it, but I'm not doing that. Now that I look back on it, being 35 now, I wish I fucking... Well, that's... Uh, I really do wish did, I did. Well, when did you start your band? 21. Okay, 22. so you, yeah, you were... 21, 22. Yeah, see, so I was up, I would have done shit like that because I was used to going to things like going and, perf- like, performing and stuff in front of people because of being involved in certain things. <clears throat> so when I, like, had the band I was in, I was 18, you know? I was fucking 18 and performing in front of people, and it was not a big fucking deal for me. You know, my biggest thing was the fact that I had to get over the fact that I didn't like to be looked at on stage. You told me that once yeah. before. You didn't so like. So I, I fucking at. hated that, and I used to. I did the Jim Morrison thing. I didn't want to look at anybody because it made me fuck up, and I had to get over it. And that fucking crawled into a bottle and got out four years later. So that got over that. There we go. So yeah, you so, had to go through that stage. Yeah, had to go into the bottle. Realize how fucked up of a person I was. Crawl out and realize, hey, I'm still a fucked up person, but it doesn't matter. So. That was actually the fucking weird thing, talking about, like, the stage presence and everything like that. Dude, when I, I actually, before I did the band, mm-hmm. okay, me, me and Angelo started it. And literally, I told him, like, we were getting ready. It was just me and him. And I came up with the idea, because I started to learn how to play which I kind of regret. I started learning how to play on electric guitar. Mm-hmm. I really 
hate myself for doing that because I, now that I look back on it, if I started practicing on an acoustic guitar and then went to electric, I think I would be a talent billion fucking times better. So instead of going out and rebuying an electric, I should go out and buy an acoustic. Well, not well. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like my opinion, like for me, because now I play my acoustic all the time and I don't play the electric. Right. And I just notice, like. Yeah, like, the electric, I could definitely, like, move faster on and everything like that. Oh, by the way, if no one could tell that was a train, this is a transition. (laughs) Well, well, the thing is, is that I'll bring it back a little bit. So, um, what the fuck? Okay, yeah, so I I play my acoustic now fucking, like, all the time. I I actually have my Fender fucking, I'm trying to fucking fix it. I started taking it apart yesterday a little bit. My my Fender amp is a little bit fucked up. But I haven't played my, I have a seven-string ESP LTD uh, 107. And oh, I had a fucking ESP fucking LTD 10. Nice. It's, I like that. I love I, ESPs. I fucking, I fucking I bought that ESPs. as a, it was a used guitar that I got from Guitar Center, and the guy told me it would be the best guitar for anybody who's just starting out. I absolutely so. love it. It sounds great, and it's a seven string, so I can fuck around with the tuning and mm-hmm. like make like all different like fucking like uh, sounds and everything like that with it. Yeah, I remember the guy tuned it for me at Guitar Center. I started taking guitar lessons, and I told you the story. We didn't talk about it on oh, the yeah. podcast. My guitar instructor, <clears throat> who's a fucking awesome dude, by the way, um, he actually teaches locally in the Shore area. Um, he actually was on the Welcome to My Nightmare album with Alice Cooper. They actually recorded that at a studio in Ocean Gate, New Jersey. Um... And he got asked because the guy who's supposed to play guitar in the album backed out. So he's actually on the album, and he's got credits as the guitar That's player fucking, on the album. That is fucking awesome. So what a what a good like imagine being able to put that on your fucking resume. Mm-hmm. Like I would love that to be able to fucking put that on my resume, my resume of fucking life, and just be like, ah, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm kind of slow right now, you know, just doing this job or whatever. Even if it's a career that you fucking don't, like, want to do, but just being like... But, like, 15 years ago, like, I fucking played with Alice Cooper, Cooper, you know, like... And he said, he was telling me this story, like, he was like, yeah, he was, we were in... They were at the um, a place, he knew the guy who had the studio, he was getting ready to leave because he was recording stuff for himself, because he was trying to make a demo tape, and the guy came and said, listen, um, the studio's going to be booked for the next, like, six months... I have time for you, though, but I have an opportunity for you. Would you be interested in recording with an artist? And the guy said, well, who is it? And he goes, I really can't tell you. And he goes, you can come meet him tomorrow. He'll be here to get the studio set the way he needs it. And he goes, all right. He goes, yeah, so when you come in, finish up your your time, come back or stay, and you can meet the guy who's going to be recording. And he said, sure, shit, he turned, walked out. Alice Cooper's at the fucking board doing his mixing. Oh, my God. He said it was fucking, he's like, it was awesome. He's like, you know, um, and how that came up was he wanted me to write a list of 100 songs that I liked that were guitar-based. And my top three songs, one of them uh, was actually Welcome to My Nightmare. I love that. So he was like, I can teach you how to play this. And I'm like, oh, oh. Okay, you know, and he's like, "Do you want to know why?" And I said, "No." He goes, "Cause I played it." I said, "Okay, like that figuring, is fucking yeah, you awesome. played it because you're fucking you play guitar." He goes, "No, no, no, I recorded it on the album." And I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here!" 
and we he pull he actually has the CD. That is so fucking awesome. And I, he's just to me. He goes, told me just to make sure I'm not show you I'm not bullshitting you. He actually is the vinyl signed copy from Alice Cooper. Oh man, it's a press of the album directly from Alice. Signed it with a note inside said thank you for uh, helping me. This was great. Anytime you need, reach out. Wow, you know. And it was fucking aw- I mean, it was fucking awesome. I was like, that's fucking great. We but are not worthy. Oh no, my God. He, he is, he said Alice, is, Alice Cooper is like fucking awesome. You know, anything they needed, anything they wanted, he fucking got immediately. He just made a phone call. Um, it's actually pronounced Miliwake. Yeah, Miliwake. <laughs> Which means the good land. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, but yeah, everybody from what I've heard, even I talked to him about it too. I, and I said, you know, Stage fright, like, have you ever had it? And he goes, yeah. He goes, but everybody gets over it. You find your own way. And it just, that's how it is. It's nerves. You just got to get over that nervous part and, no matter what. And, uh, like, I let me continue. I, I, sorry, I went off track a little bit. Um, but I literally told Angelo, like, as we were starting, I'm like, I need to, because I didn't know I was going to be singing. That was the thing. I did not know that I was going to be singing. And the thing was, like, we would literally just, we would do the jam thing. Like, yeah. he was a drummer, I was, so I, would, I literally go, he had an awesome setup. He had, like, an attic, like, bedroom. Mm-hmm. It was just fucking, it was so, I, I'm so pissed off that he moved out of there, because that was the best fucking place. It was an attic, but it was huge, dude. It yeah. was fucking a huge attic fucking bedroom. He had, that. he had, like, that whole, it just looked like a fucking movie, like, set. Like, he had the couches with the big screen TV, and then, like, his bed was, like, off and, like, in the back. And then he had a fridge, a drum set, and then we had mic stands up there and everything like that. Like, it was huge. And I would go out and just fucking whatever. So he, one day, he was just like, why don't you try singing? Because I was writing lyrics. Right. But I, once again, I did not know I was going to be singing, but I was a good lyricist. And, um, or at least I think I was a good lyricist. Um, and I just, I could write fucking riffs. So... We were, he's just like, why don't you try singing it? And I was like, all right. So we got the mic, all that good stuff. And um, I don't know. I sucked. Like the first, like maybe four or five fucking times, like we were trying to do it. And then I didn't even, I didn't go to a vocal coach or anything like that. I'm not saying I have the greatest voice on demand, but, um, you know, I never got lessons to play like the guitar. I had it like, to, well, actually I did the tabs thing. That's how I fucking yeah, like, did the tabs. No, and I actually and then got I taught. Le- and then I learned the notes yeah, he, afterwards. He, he, the guy taught me the, he's, taught me how to play notes first he's like no you're gonna learn how to read the music because that's my problem my whole life has been i can never really read music See, I, I can read music now now i can now i oh well i can a little bit i'm still i gotta pick it back up again because that the guitar thing was a big help for me but everything i did was pretty much it was um i had friends who would write down the notes yep <laughs> for me and it was like, okay, here's the notes. But I played drums. So, like, when we started our band, I was the drummer. So, it was like, I was comfortable in the back. Nobody fucking saw me. And the guy, the problem was is that our guitarist wanted to go play guitar. He didn't want to sing. And that was, the, that was how that all started. And then, of course, I got hurt playing football, which took me out of being able to play drums. So, it was like they transitioned it perfectly and they were like oh well they brought in a guy to play drums didn't even fucking tell me which was great because it was another one of our friends 
But it was the funny thing. Like, I walked in, and they're like, I'm figuring, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm replaced because I can't fucking play anymore. And they're like, no, 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 no. And they're like, we have another thing we're going to get you to do. And I'm like, what? And they're like, you're going to sing. And I'm like, I'm leaving. Bye. Because <laughs> I don't, I never liked, I never liked the way my voice sounded. I never liked <clears throat> being in front of people. I didn't never, I don't ever like being the center of attention. And that bothers me. That's why this is, I don't fucking go on as much and record by myself because I think I fucking can't really talk. And you know what? That was the weird thing with me. And the funny fucking story is, is that when Angelo made me fucking sing, well, he didn't make me. He was just like, just try it. I was so gonna say, I, he made you want to do tie you down on a fucking chair. So, so, I, so I fucking did it. And then <clears throat> next thing you know, I'm going home, like after practice or like fucking like just jamming with them. And literally, like, I would go home, and then I started fucking singing while I was, like, playing. Because usually I would just fucking just play. play. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I started singing, and then I was just like, all right, if I'm really going to fucking try to do this, I'm like, I need to have, like, a practice run. And um, we did a club in Lynnhurst. And the thing was, I went up to Ange, and I was just like, listen, I'm like, we need to do... Hey, let's go to Lynnhurst for the weekend. <laughs> Yeah, we need to fucking do, like, a practice run. I'm like, let me do acoustic. We'll do, like, a fucking unplugged thing. Like, you get the drums, and I'll just fucking play by myself. And I'm like, and if I get embarrassed, or if I'm... <clears throat> excuse me. I was telling him, like, if I suck, then we need no, we need to get a singer. I'm you gotta, like, you gotta tell Jimmy to pull out when he's gonna come. You fucking... <laughs> I so, hope he listens to this now that he's been on one. I think he... I think he's going to. But, um... So... We booked the show, and the stage was really fucking high. And um, I literally had the stool, and then we set up the drums right to the left of me. I picked out, I think, like 15 songs we did that night. Um, And people actually fucking said it didn't sound that bad. But don't forget, it was my first time fucking singing. But I did have a little bit of... Liquid courage? No, the stage fright. Oh. And the thing was, is that... My fix was my fucking hat. So this is my first show. So my girlfriend's there. Um, all my friends are there, everything like that. And everyone's taking pictures. But the whole thing is is that I, my thing, I had my fucking brim. Like, Over all, your fucking like, face. All the way, like to only where I could see like the song lyrics just mm-hmm. in case like I forgot them. And I would only like look up and I did that thing like where the brim is so low you have to like cock your head like all yeah. the way back to... I like you got that. that fucking drunk thing going, or yeah. you like, <clears throat> and the best part was everyone fucking taking pictures that I saw like afterwards. And by the, the way, damn near killed them, motherfucker! Every picture you can't see my face. It literally looks like I'm fucking sleeping, playing like the guitar. See, I had the, I, my, the brim is so far fucking see, down. See the pro- the thing I had, which was the saving grace, was I had long hair, so I had hair, um, fucking down to my shoulders. I can't picture that. Yeah, I had fucking hair down on my shoulders, and the thing I used to do was I would, and I did the normal thing like everybody did back in the fucking 90s. I had the fucking hair up top, and I had the fucking sides in the back shaved. So that was all long. So what I would do was, even when I was playing drums, because I I knew my rhythm, I would, I never wanted to fucking see anybody. And if, if I could see past my fucking, my the, the fucking symbols, I, I was fucking done. Because I would lock up. Because the minute I made eye contact with somebody, I would get all fucked up. 
Because I'm like, are they looking at me? Are they fucking going to talk about me? Like, that I'm doing something wrong that doesn't sound right? Like, this is all shit running through my fucking head. And I'm like... And then, uh... So what I would do is, I would take my fucking hair, and I would take it all, fucking comb it over the front of my face. Jesus Christ. (laughs) And my buddy made a joke about it, um, saying that you look like the fucking... Because I used to do that, or I would wear a fucking hoodie. Or my zip-up, uh, either a hoodie hoodie or a zip-up hoodie. And he said, dude, he goes, you look like the fucking Grim Reaper. He did it one night on stage, which fucking, it was hilarious. He'd be laughing for about 30 minutes. Jesus. He said, and I want to thank our drummer, the Grim Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody knows that movie reference, that's, that's, he did that specifically after a certain movie came out. So. Oh my God. Like, I... I did have it, and the fucking hat was down. But you want to know something? I, I started pulling it up maybe towards, like, I think it was, like, the third to last song. And I did all, like, covers. I didn't have yeah. anything original. I just wanted to see. Like, I picked out, like, pretty much, like, all my favorite bands, like, my friend's favorite bands and everything like that. Like, I try to put a fucking set together where people be like, oh, I can't fucking believe he's doing that song. Yeah. And I try to pick fucking the most obscure fucking songs mm-hmm. that no one would want to, or no one I would I used think. to get yelled at for that. That's exactly what I fucking did. Yeah, I used my guitarist used to my guitarist used to love it, but everybody else hated it because I would pick the most obscure songs off albums. Like I would take tracks off the wall, like deep tracks off the wall, and people were like looking at me. The guys were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I'm like, "What? It's a fucking it's music." <laughs> I said, "Just because it's not playing on the fucking radio doesn't mean we can't play it." Exactly. I'm like, "It's a fucking track." So I would pick like weird shit, like. Um, I I would do we would do I would do some shit for them. Comfortably numb is one of them. Um, but I would do like weird fucking songs. Like we did fucking uh, we did King Crimson one night. Really? In the court of the Crimson King. Yeah. Wow. Um, and we did that one night just because I wanted to be an asshole. And um, then we did fucking uh. What the fuck did there's another song we did that I got I got a lot of shit for. Um Oh, we did Hey Pig from fucking Nine Inch Nails. Oh no shit. Yeah. And the reason why I got yelled at it was before my buddy, my my guitarist who who was singing at the time, he hated fucking singing anything from Trent Reznor. He fucking a lot of, hated you know, I've met a because lot because he's like, It's not singing, it's talking and he's like, I can't do it. I was like, Well put the mic by me, I'll fucking do it. So he would mouth it, I would sing it on the drums because I could sit there and not do fucking anything for a couple minutes. So. Very nice. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was like shit like that. But, yeah, it was fucking... I love doing the obscure stuff. I, I love obscure obscure references to things. But I, I have something to bring up, though, with a little transition. So I've, I've been listening to Red Sun Rising a lot lately. And I've specifically been listening to this song, Death Wish. Wait, did you play this for me? I did play it for you. Yes, me. you did. Yes. One of the lyrics in the fucking song I, I love, because it fits Richie so well. Which line would this it's, be? It says, even the devil finds love. <laughs> so, that's for fucking Richie, because of all the shit he goes through. Um, I mean, yeah, he is a little bit of a fucking little emo sometimes, when he gets oh, God, really here we fucking go, hammered. Here. This, that I, that Kramer episode is going to fucking haunt it's me. It's going to haunt you for the rest of your life. Um, <laughs> but no, he's... That's... Like I said, I've said it before. I've said it to you, too. Alcohol shoots here. 
alcohol brings out everything that because I brought up the mask terminology so much it it takes it breaks your fucking walls down it, it takes the masks off everybody it lets you know how they truly feel because eventually that's all we have is what we truly are and there's your fucking philosophy there for ugh, there's your philosophy for tonight everybody mm, tongue twister yeah a little fucking little fucking mouth candy for you but uh no uh so Kramer and you got you guys Kramer's a big believer in UFOs Oh, yes. So, I, oh, I was yeah. laughing because I'm like, God damn it, me and him would fucking... Last thing would have been fucking great. So... Oh, the fucking... Oh, the, so, the, if he's coming if he's coming again, we will definitely have a three-way um, yes. on the podcast. <laughs> Not a three-way in that term, you fucking sick fucks. Gonna definitely got emails for that. Of course we are. Especially um, from one person because he's a fucking cocksucker. <laughs> um, but, no, so seriously, like, I, I love the fact that we talked about that. Because it literally brought back so many fucking memories of just, like, me calling Jimmy. Just to fucking shoot the shit. Just to see what he was doing. And I would literally... He, it would be, like, after work. You know, just be like, oh, I'm driving home. Like, what are you doing? Whatever. And he it was so into it. Like, he, it sounded like he was a professor. Like, he was just like, I'm watching this uh, this documentary on UFOs in on Netflix or wherever the fuck he was watching it. And he would literally go through and be like, Richie, do you realize that the government did this and did that and that some UFOs can do this? And the reason why we don't see anything and the reason why people don't want to... I'm like, Jimmy, this is what you're doing after work? He's like, yeah, I'm just laying here. He goes, no, but UFOs exist. I'm like, you going to tell you the truth? I'm like, yeah, I kind of believe you a little bit. I'm like, but I think you might be good. Well, I, I mean, personally, I had one experience when I was a kid where I saw something. Actually, twice. I, actually, I should say, let me say twice. I keep thinking, and especially down here, since the this fucking, fucking sky, there's the sky. no fucking ba- there's no light pollution. Yeah, nothing. Mm. And I've been outside on the deck sometimes and looked up, and my grandfather makes fun of me because sometimes, like, I'll just be like, "Hey, Gramps, I think I saw like a fucking UFO or whatever." Be like, "It was a satellite." It was a satellite. It was a satellite. But um, yeah, it was a weather balloon. But the thing is, is, like, I would call him up, and it would just be, like, all the time. Like, he would just be like, I'm watching this, and this one's coming out next week, and this one is doing this. No, I see, I love Ancient Aliens. I love that fucking show's awesome. I like the one guy on there with the really fucking wild hair who looks like he was fucking snorting cocaine. And he's been in a lot of movies. (laughs) That's the fucked up thing, is he's been in a shitload of movies as, like, that special correspondent or the specialist they bring in or something. And he's like... Yeah, he's like, this is going on, and this, and I'm like, uh, but I, he's like so, when you watch him, and he's doing these interviews, he's so mellow, but yeah, I believe fucking that there's something, there's gotta be something, or it's the government, I mean, obviously it's the government, because everything we fucking get comes out later, that the government's using, look at fucking VR, and the heads up displays, and all that and shit, fucking drones, and, and the drones and stuff, you know, we know the government's using them now, um, but... How long have they, you know, who the fuck knows? Do you fucking, anybody really fucking care? Everybody knows the government lies. Um, <laughs> so, are, I mean, is it a bad thing? No, there's a fucking million, there's a billion people that fucking say it constantly. You see trends on it all the time between Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You know, they want to, they, there's cover-ups on this, cover-ups on that. I mean, I've seen weird shit. I saw something when I was a kid with my, gran- with my grandmother. We were actually coming back from the mall one night and it was a dark ass road and there was something up in the fucking sky and 
I said to my grandmother, like, there's something fucking flying. And she was like, oh, it must be like a helicopter or something. And I'm like, yeah, it's not, I don't, it's not a fucking helicopter. That's way too big to be a helicopter. And then I was, when I was actually one night, we were sitting in the fucking, in, in the city, looking out over the fucking skyline. And we were looking at a perfect angle where you could see the Statue of Liberty mm-hmm. and you could see this, the skyline and you knew where the ocean was. So you knew your points where everything was. And there was shit that was basically taking off from behind the buildings and going fucking straight up and then shooting off like a fucking rocket. And, I mean, yeah, we have military bases in the area and shit, and who the fuck knows if it was, like, you know, whatever, but I'm convinced it was something because I saw, like, eight or nine of them that night within 30 minutes, and it wasn't fucking fireworks, it wasn't bottle rockets, it didn't explode, it it was fucking something, but you'll never know. Because it's everything so tight-lipped and how they want to fucking, you know, they're... Because the big thing is, A, there's two philosophies on it. One is, we have to believe in... A lot of people have to believe in something bigger than themselves. Agreed. Hence the God theory. The second is that if people knew, like they say, men in black, that aliens existed... It would drive people fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, without a fucking doubt. You know? So, it's like fucking ghosts and shit, too. It's the same fucking philosophy with that. You know? You guys talked about that last night, too, which was hilarious. The one kid fucking seeing a little girl in his mirror. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was laughing. I was like going... I'm sitting there fucking yelling at my phone going, Jimmy, you fucking stop hiding fucking little girls in your fucking closet. (laughs) Then they won't fucking show up in your mirror. So... It was a fun podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. It was a fun podcast, and I really do have to thank Kramer for fucking actually agreeing to fucking do it, because I've been trying to get him on. Agree? Did you hear the end of it? He said, I do not agree to this at all. Oh, yeah, that's right. I do not agree to this one bit. So. That's right. Mm -hmm. He did fucking say that. Oh, man. Um, But, yeah, so for years I've been trying to fucking get him on. Um, Now I just need to get Fungool on. need to get Nikki on. We need to get fucking uh, everyone Fucking just if there you're in the area. If you're in the area, just stop by and but it, open mic. It really was fucking fun, and then uh, I really did enjoy fucking seeing him after a fucking year. Yeah, that, it's, it, and the best part is it's always a fucking experience with him. It fucking I can't wait to fucking meet him. So every time, like just the, the, some of the theories, some of the theories that comes out of his mouth, like you literally have to stop for a second. And realize, like, you're actually talking to a person that is literally saying this. Like, it's he's one of those people. Like, I like just he'll be just look- like look at him and then go, wait, that's coming out of your mouth. That doesn't make sense. No, it, it's so great. Like the way he explains, he'll be like Richie, and he does it so calmly. He's just like Richie, Richie. No, you don't understand. It's like this or it's like that, and you got to do this. And I'm just like, he is so fucking. I mean, like I said, right we've now. talked about the fact that I. I think there's fucking ghosts and shit because of the experiences I've had when I was younger. And we've talked about that on here on earlier episodes. So people who do listen, um, we fucking, we're we're throwing back to that. So you have to fucking listen and pay attention because we, we will throw back to later, to earlier episodes, other shit we done, uh, done. We did. Fuck. I'm not even drinking. Um, Excuse me, I need to take a sip. Excuse me, I need to fucking smoke a cigarette. <laughs> All right, well, um... I've got nothing new. I got... We, did we, we didn't do... Uh, 
Kevin Turner. We did Kevin. We did Kevin. We did Kevin. Kevin? <laughs> Kevin. Oh, yeah, that's right. Kevin. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, once again, uh, well, well, we're at fucking an hour and four yeah, minutes. Yeah, fuck. Time flies when you're Jesus fucking... Jesus Christ. I didn't fucking realize an hour fucking went by. <laughs> yeah, you've... And this was someone who said, ah, I think I'm going to be a little slow tonight. Jesus no. fucking Christ. Um, I don't know. So... Yeah, because we did Lauren Friday. We did Lauren Friday. We read Lauren's email on Friday, the chef. And we did, uh, we read Roy's. And we, and you read Kevin's. All right. So, um, once again, uh, thank you guys so much for fucking listening. And, um... You know, it's fucking, it's Sunday fucking night, and... I'm, the summer's winding down. Oh, I fucking hate that. I really fucking... I you, fucking you know it. I wore a sweatshirt today? I bet. I was I was thinking about that today, actually. I was sitting outside with the dog, having a, having a fucking smoke, and I'm like, Fritch is at the beach, he's probably fucking wearing a sweatshirt right now. <laughs> no, dude, fucking, we went up, because we went to the, I told you, we went to the lighthouse, yeah. the LBI. And then you went on the scrambler. And, and the scrambler. Oh, I fucking love the scrambler. That's fucking awesome. Where's but the fucking scrambler? The Fantasy Island on LBI. Oh, okay. I haven't been there in God fuck shit. Oh, and you know what the fucking, just to, get, to do with my pissed off fucking thing? The whole reason I wanted to go there, well, I brought Miss Smiles there. All right? Because I just, <coughs> I just um, wanted no, to fucking. I had a cough. I just wanted to fucking, you know, try to do something fun. So fucking, we get there, and I literally looked at her as. Uh, some shoes, some rope. That's fun. <laughs> and we literally get there and fucking, um, I want to go on the pirate ship. That was my thing. Like, I, my, I was oh, the Buccaneer? Fi- I was fixated on fucking going on the pirate ship. So when you want to be Captain Jack Sparrow? You know, she fucking said the same fucking thing. <laughs> so we're walking and I park in the fucking like little parking lot under like in the fucking garage. I am Richie the Kid. And the first thing I look at, I, I'm looking to see, you know, if the fucking pirate ship is going. So I turned around, I'm like, we, we got to go on that. I'm like, I have to sit towards the back. I'm like, you know, that's this is what it's we need to do. So prime she, real estate. She's fucking laughing. And then we walk in, and the fucked up part was is that they didn't open that part of Fantasy Island. It was like all blocked off. So I'm like, this is bullshit. But it was like, it was like close to dinner time. I'm like, let's fucking go get something to eat. By the time we come back, it'll be open. Now I'm fixated now. Now I'm here. I want to ride the fucking pirate ship. This is what I want to do. And the best thing is, Smith Smiles is fucking sitting there she's like there are a lot of like children here and she's like this is like a family like and she's like you want to go on I'm just like it's a fucking pirate ship I fucking need to go on the pirate ship so we fucking were eating dinner and I made sure like well I didn't know that this is we sat outside but where we sat down I had a perfect view across the street of the pirate ship <laughs> so I'm literally sitting there eating and I'm just looking at it and it's not moving. I'm like, this fucking thing better not be closed. Mm. It better not be like closed for fucking repairs or fucking something. And Sarah literally looked at me and she goes, I'm eating. And she's like, are you checking to see if the pirate ship is fucking working? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, is it moving? I'm like, no. Nah, some little kid fell off last weekend and fucking got crushed by it. So I had to shut it down and fucking hose it down and fucking fix it. But this was my afternoon and I'm literally sitting there eating and I'm trying to make myself feel better by like telling myself why it's not moving. I'm like, it's probably not moving because maybe someone fucking threw up on it and they're doing like cleaning or something. I'm like, by the time I get there, that ride's going to be ready to fucking go. So we finish dinner. We start walking. We go into Fantasy Island. I go directly to the pirate ship. And right at the entrance to the fucking line is this is ride is temporarily closed. Mm. Fucking closed. 
I was heartbroken. I was fucking heartbroken. But then we started walking around, and I was just like, oh, I got the Tilt-A-Whirl. They got the Scrambler. I'm like, let's fucking go play a couple games or whatever. So we played the fucking... That's a Scrambler. The Scrambler's one with the fucking... It's got the three fucking things yeah, with the yeah, three things hanging off it's each like end a, of it, It looks right? like a blender. Like yeah. Fucking, yeah. Okay. So... You know, we did the thing where you shoot the water into the fucking clown's mouth with a balloon. She got a fucking camel that she thought was a dragon. And, um... Dumbass. And we're fucking sitting there, and then... Yes, I said dumbass. It's Dumas. Um... So we literally start walking towards the Tilt-A-Whirl. <clears throat> and we get up to the fucking line, and the guy starts the ride. So now... Everyone's like you can see everyone's faces like in the fucking rides, or at least I'm trying to observe it because I just love people's fucking faces. Reactions, on, yeah. And dude, there was this like three year old. I swear to God, his screams were so loud and piercing. Blood curdling. Oh my god! I and the kid was like fucking two feet tall, and the mother. I guess it was his mother. Is like sitting there. Because the ride started and he wasn't saying, like, he wasn't doing anything. But then he got that turn in the tilt a whirl where it just kept spinning. Oh, it's the shock. And he started fucking screaming. And the, the guy who's working the ride is looking at me going, like, is he really screaming that loud? Like, should I stop it? Should I stop the ride? And I'm kind of giving him the look, like, yeah, I think you should fucking stop it. And then he just let it go for, like, another, like, 30s. And the kids fucking. Dude, there were people literally, like, this is that cringe moment where you see like, oh, like I and gotta the walk away. Well, the place was packed, so but everyone was stopping and just listening to this fucking kid. And I swear to God, like it's the tilt a whirl. It's not fucking that bad. But then the thing is, is that the, like the people in the fucking park, like you would just hear like people like, why isn't he stopping the ride? Why isn't he doing it? Get the kid off the ride. If the kid is sc like this, kid's screams were so. Me and me and Sarah were laughing actually. I'm sorry, we were. Oh, that's laughing. fucking. I'd be dying hysterical. We were laughing, but then like. You had like the concerned parents like in the crowd, like they're sitting there going, I I think you should stop the ride. And the guy's is like he literally looked like he was just like, fine, I'll fucking stop it. And he mm. like stumbled over to the switch and he turned it off. And then so they literally like stopped or whatever, and the kid's fucking still screaming. And as the kid is getting out, like he's helping them out, whatever, this kid got so fucking scared. Now he's two years old. He was a cute little motherfucker. Cute little motherfucker. Dude, he fucking was so scared that as soon as he got out, he was literally fucking, like, holding his junk. Oh. And, like, I was just, like, I looked at him, and I was just, like... He's gonna take a piss. I'm, like, he's gonna pee. Yeah. I'm, like, he's gonna fucking piss his pants. Next thing you know, his mother yells out, don't do that here! And next thing you know, he just fucking, he just peed his fucking... As they were exiting. So they're literally, like, walking in front of me, and you, he just pissed his fucking pants. And the mother's sitting there, and she was just, like... She, like, went down to the family, like, at the exit gate. And she's just like, I don't know what happened. He was perfectly fine laughing. And then that one spin, he just... She's like, I never heard my child scream like that before. I've never hit my child. He's never screamed like that before. Oh, my God, not. dude. It was fucking piercing. Fucking... And, the, and I did make the joke, like, as the... Because, you know, it was funny. It was like the kid got That's out. That's going to be the kid that grows up and, like, fucking murders, like... Just goes on a murder spree. He's like oh the next Manson God. or serial killer. But what I love... What's it from, Tommy? It's my mom brought me on the Tilt-A-Whirl at, at three. <laughs> so I turned to fucking Sarah. I'm like, I'm like, do you think you're going to be able to make this? So fucking we, we get on. Oh, fuck. 
And we, we did get a couple... I do have to talk about it. We did get a couple good spins, but pretty much for the rest of the... It was like three minutes. Yeah. It was just like rolling like back and forth. And uh, it, it was just like that point, like, okay, what the fuck am I doing on this? Maybe this is meant for little kids and not like a 35-year-old. So, like, I mean, some of them are fucking fun. And then there's those ones that don't spin that are just meant to fucking really, you know, sit in place. They do have a couple cars like that, or they... I know they did it. Some of the boardwalks and shit, but... Um, no, I love the kids that fucking get all hyped up to go on something. Oh, yes. And Especially. the minute they fucking go, that's it. They're done. They're fucking, you know, they lose their shit. I actually, believe it or not, I actually did that. I did that to an ex. We went to we went to an amusement park, and she's never been like an upside down thing, but this thing was upside down, and then it twists like upside down and everything like that. But I was telling her, I'm like, this one isn't that bad. I'm like, it's only like 40 seconds. Like, the ride is like 40 seconds long. You'll be fine. And and the best part was we were online getting ready to get on. And, um, like, I was trying to keep her calm. I was just like, no, trust me. If you're ever going to do an upside-down roller coaster for the, for the first time, this is the one to do it on. I'm like, it's not that bad. It's 40 seconds. It'll be over. I'm getting people online to fucking, like, tell her, yeah, it won't be that bad or whatever. And I got, I got like, this one kid. I'm like, can you please tell her that this this is going to be fine? It's her first upside-down roller coaster. And it's like, oh, yeah, I rode this when I was fucking, like, eight years old. And, you know, I had so that's why I keep coming back to it and blah, blah, blah. And what was my first uh, screen machine? Mine was Batman. My mom turned around, and uh, we went to Great Adventure, and it was, like, two weeks after fucking Great American Screen Machine opened. My mom fucking is a roller coaster nut. She I'm a roller, roller coaster. Oh my god, I'm a roller coaster. Now I am too because every, Oh I, my god. I fucking my mom's like I never ever was on a roller coaster that went upside down before, but I loved roller coasters. She was like, It's not gonna be that bad. Said, okay, fine. I went on it, I was hooked. <laughs> Dude, I, I remember going on Batman. And literally, because and it was like a Wednesday during the week. Mm-hmm. There was no Nobody one fucking, there, so you could literally get and go run back to the fucking front of the line right there. It'd take you like fucking fifteen seconds to run. I went must have went on Batman. What I fucking like hate, eight times. What I fucking hate now is I've recently, well, in the last probably I want to say ten years, I've been back to Great Adventure. Unfortunately, I can't ride any of those fucking rides. I'm too tall. You're too tall. Torso tall, yeah. Get my the... torso's too long. When they go to put me in the fucking thing, it crunches me down. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I can't ride in, in like, Batman, which I used to love. I used to go on all the time. I luckily, like, before I hit the fucking growth spurt, I was able to go on, like, Batman and Robin. Oh, I like Batman. So, um, but yeah, I, I we tried, uh, my, um, Miss, me and Mrs. Black went one time, and I was so fucking pissed off. And I remember because... A couple years before that, I went with my um, fian- my ex-fiance, uh, who was my fiance at the time. We went to Great Adventure specifically because she wanted to go. She couldn't go on because her friggin' chest was too big. Oh, well, there you so go. So they had to take her off. Like, she got it trapped in. I looked at her, I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, oh, oh, oh. I'm <laughs> like, uh, dude, can you come get her out? She can't breathe. And I went on, and she's like, how was it? I'm like, well, it was all right. And I'm like, I was, I was in fucking pain afterwards because they had a literally, like, fucking strap me down but I went on screen machine after that like six times <laughs> I thought so. I'm actually pissed off they got rid of the screen machine they did I see I haven't been there in a while they got rid of the Fuck. screen I think it, now it's a green lantern oh god I think I and you know what 
when I did, oh, by the way, to continue with that little story with the X, we did end up getting on Batman. Or, yeah, I think it was Batman, yeah. And you see, Batman's not, was never that bad. I didn't think it was, but. No. She went apeshit. We got on, and we're doing the thing, and she's looking at me, and she's smiling. And all of a sudden, like, when we got out of the fucking, like, you know, load, mm-hmm. out of the launch, and we started going up. And then she kind of got the first person view of like the loops that are like oh, about like, to come I up. I love Batman because of that. It's if I don't know if anybody's and it's this is really like a local reference for anybody who's been to Great Adventure in Jersey. Um, Batman is was the first roller coaster after Scream Machine, but it was the first hanging roller yes. coaster. So it was awesome because you're hanging there, and it specifically is a big sign when you walk in. It says, do not wear sandals or flip-flops. Yep. And they make you take... Before it was, they would let people leave mom, but then they make you, had you sit on them. I oh, remember yeah, that's that right. yep. because there's a kid in there who was bitching about, I don't want... I want to leave my shoes on, blah, blah, blah. And his mother's trying to explain to him that if you leave them on, you're going to lose them. And she sat on them, and he was pissed the entire time. That's all he bitched about. till the minute... We got up to the fucking peak mm-hmm. on Batman, and it's still a chain roller coaster. So when you lock into that launch, you it's still the chain, so you still hear the and then it's free fall, it's it's release, and it's all downhill. It was fucking awesome, but Batman's really tame. You don't really you go upside uh, upside down like twice, but and that's what I where thought. Scream Machine is seven fucking times. And, dude, when I fucking tell you, when we got up to the top and we started going down, and then we went over through the, through the first loop, and she was, and she literally, like, screamed to me. She's like, I don't like it, and I don't, what the fuck do you want me to do? We're already, like, in the ride. Like, this is already happening. <laughs> and then we did the fucking thing, like, we did the corkscrew, and she started fucking screaming. I swear to God, it was like she was, like, pregnant, like, giving birth. She's like, <laughs> I fucking hate you. I can't, I'm never doing this. I can't fucking... Oh, my... She's screaming. And I'm sitting there. I'm an asshole, so I'm of fucking course laughing. laughing. I'm laughing. I'm just like, babe, I'm like, calm down. I'm like, it's almost... I would have just looked at her at that point and just said, remember, you can't spell slaughter without laughter. <laughs> and then when it finally... Like I said, that ride's only like 45 seconds. And then we finally came down to that little bend where it slows mm-hmm. down and you're going back ready to go into the station. And she... Now, I'm laughing because it's the four-seater. Right. So, it's me, her in the middle, and then there's someone on my left, someone on her right. So, now, when we're stopping, the person that was to my left was just like, oh, I fucking love this ride or whatever. And I'm just I'm like, yeah, dude, it's fucking great. I'm like, we're going to go on it again. And I did the thing where I looked at her to my right. Nah. She just had this fucking face. Like, you motherfucker. <laughs> you son of a bitch and bastard. I don't ever want to talk to you there's again. There's Skull Mountain. You can go on that. I'm riding fucking Batman three wait, more times. Wait. So the best part was is that she was she was like traumatized. She's like, I'm never fucking going on an upside down roller coaster ever fucking again. And so now I'm trying to do the thing. I'm like, well, we're at Great Adventure. That's what's here. I'm like, unless we go on like fucking like the kitty rides. I'm like, what the fuck? Do well, you I mean, do? you have the clay. I mean, they got rid of it, but I know they got rid of that because I was fucking heartbroken when I wrote the read the article. That was that was my first real roller coaster was um, Rolling Thunder. Oh, I loved Rolling Thunder. And that was like, it was an old wooden roller coaster. It was fucking an awesome roller coaster. And it never went upside down. 
But yep. now they, they have Skull Mountain, which I don't know if they still have it. No, they do. And they see It's the, in the dark. And see, that's the best part. And it doesn't go upside down. So we're walking through Great Adventure, mm-hmm. and she's trying to say, like, uh, all right. And she, she was like, I don't want to ruin the... She's like, I'll go on a roller coaster, but it just can't go upside down. I was like, all right. I'm like, what about the Skull Mountain? And she was like, well, what's Skull Mountain? So I told her, I'm like, it's in the dark. I'm like, you can't even fucking see the drops. I'm like, you know, I'm like, you could see a little bit, but, and she actually agreed to it. She's like, all right, I'll try that. So I'm like, fuck though, it's in the dark. I'm like, she, I don't know if she's going to like this. And now I'm fucking nervous. Yeah. So we get to Skull Mountain, we get in, you know, and she's sitting there and she seems happy. She's That's like, one of the, that and Batman are two of the best rides because of the way they did the presentation for it. Oh yeah, definitely. The, the walk up and everything, yep. like you're in Crime Alley for Batman and they mm-hmm. did the Joker fucking talking and shit. And we went on fucking Skull Mountain and she fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. She absolutely fucking loved it to the point to where we literally went on it like, I think like at least like 10 times, like one after another. And then what we also did too, that which I still I like it, uh, the Runaway Train. Mm-hmm. I love the fucking Runaway Train. Oh yeah, it's that, another one. Um, so we fucking did that, and then we like did like a bunch of shit and everything like that. But getting back to it, I am a roller coaster fucking junkie. Mm-hmm. Like I need to fuck when the, when King Daka. Does see? Oh my! God. I love roller coasters, but unfortunately, I don't like heights. Oh my god, dude. Seriously, and listen to this. They, it was, you can see 195 from the top of King to Come. You could see a lot more than that. Fucking, literally, they did. They were doing a preview when we were there. I went with a couple buddies. They were doing a preview, so it wasn't even open to the public. Yeah. The tickets, like you had to order them or someone mm-hmm. had to give them to you. So we're on, we're on the line for Nitro. And there were the, these three guys. It was four of us, and there were three guys in front of us. And they're talking about, like, they're, like, in, like, this thing. Like, we're, like, they're, like, yelling. They're, like, oh, well, I don't want to fucking leave yet. Why do we have to leave? Why do we have to go do this or whatever? And they're just having this conversation. And they just, the one guy turns to me and, uh, was it? Uh, Nikki. Nikki, I think, was with me. And he's just, like, listen. He's, like, um, we got to go. He's, like, do you, do you guys want the preview tickets for King Daka? And we're just, like, all right, how much you want for them? He's, like, just fucking take them. He's, like, you know, we got it from someone whatever. He's, mm-hmm. like... You, they're only. I like, think the previews were for radio and, giveaways. And not only that, though, there was uh, people there, like news crews from other countries, yeah. like Chinese, like China. Because that was at the time when they built that. That was the tallest yep. roller coaster mm-hmm. in the world. So we're literally walking up, and you see all these TV news cameras mm-hmm. and everything like that. And I'm sitting there going, "Holy shit, this is fucking free!" Like yeah. the tickets were like insane to buy. Like we, because we looked it up. Like, can we buy them still? But they were sold out. But they were selling for like three hundred dollars. Yeah. So fucking, we got free tickets, and we fucking, we, we're online now. And it, the line's fucking moving. Like, it's fucking going because they have two or two different cars going on two different tracks and everything like that. So... Yeah, they run them side by side. This is the test run. So fucking, now, we're online, and you hear, like, uh, the engineers, like, they're all talking about, mm-hmm. like, what's going to happen. They're giving the directions. If the car starts, and then... You hear this noise, don't get, don't panic. So now I'm sitting, I'm going, I think this might be a bad fucking idea. Like, we're fuck. we got free tickets to fucking go on, like, this test run. To go on a test run. Like, we're like the crash test dummies here. And everyone's just like, nah, we're going to be fine and everything. And then all of a sudden you hear, like, the first car went. And you can't see, like, where they're going because of the roof and everything in there. So you, you just hear people screaming. Like, you see the car fucking disappear. 
and you just hear people fucking screaming. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be awesome. Yeah, I gotta look that up because I, th- I think it launches in like zero to oh sixty my God. in like fucking like a three seconds or something like that. So that car comes back, and then all of a sudden you hear over the PA system, uh, can you go to the back and check the brake system? Um, I, we we, are, we think we have a problem with the brakes. Like when they're, I'm like, oh my God, they have a fucking problem with the brakes. I'm like, they gotta. I'm like, I'm not fucking going on. I'm like, I never get freaked out. But when fucking someone's saying over a loudspeaker, saying like, oh, can you just double check the, the brake part over there? And just, I'm like, I heard brakes. I fucking heard brakes. I don't know about this shit. And then my one friend calmed me down. He was just like, nah. He's like, we're going to be fine. Everything's going to be perfectly fucking fine. So we get on the fourth car going. And we start pulling out. Okay, so real quick before you finish that, I got the specs for King Dakar. So the height of King Dakar is 450 feet. Uh, 456 feet or 139 meters since we are international the drop is 418 feet 127 meters the length is 3,118 feet or 950 meters the top speed is 128 miles per hour or 206 kilometers per hour Duration, 28 seconds. Max vertical angle, 90 degrees. Oh, yeah. Capacity, 1,400 riders per hour. It goes from 0 to 60 in 3... Uh, 0 to 128 miles per hour in 3.5 seconds. And, and on the G-Force rating, it's a G-Force of a 5. And you feel every single <laughs> part of it. And when we went out, because they bring you out of the station... And then they stop you on that magnetic strip that right. that propels you, and we were stopped there for wait. And the best we were stopped there for a good like three minutes. So now I'm like turning around, going, I think something's fucked up. I, I'm like, we shouldn't be here for that long and everything like that. I'm like, I think so. And then I got other people to start <sighs> being like, yeah, he's right. We shouldn't be here for fucking three minutes. Next thing you know, you just hear the fucking bell on the inside, which means now the bell is gonna ring out here mm-hmm. for us to fucking take off. I was literally that person where I did not prepare myself for it, so I'm kind of leaning up, like, like out of the fucking harness, like, just, like, talking to my friend that's to the right. I'm like, dude, I didn't think something's fucked up. And all of a sudden, it just goes, boom! And the fucking thing fucking took off, dude. My fucking head felt like it was going to go through the back of the seat. Like, and then you go straight up. Yeah. And then you just come over that top, and literally, like, you slither there for, like, a fucking second... Dude, I swear to God, you could see, like, all of, like, New Jersey. I think I saw Pennsylvania. Like, you could just fucking see everything. And then we were, of course, I always have to sit in the back. But then, you like, you hear, like, I'm at the back, so I'm going up. I'm the last one fucking getting ready to fucking go. The last one to drop. And then, all of a sudden, you hear the guy, like, all the way in the front going, Motherfucker, holy shit, it's a straight drop. And then all of a sudden, like, I just saw you literally go 90 degrees fucking down. It literally looks like you're about to die. Yeah. It literally I, you, looks you like you're about to die. You can see it. I mean, if you're dry, the way to get to Great Adventure is you got to take 195. You can actually see the peak of King Dakar from 195 about halfway before you get to the exit for Great Adventure. Oh, my God. It, it, but you know what? It was definitely, even though, like, it's, it was only 20, like, seconds or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's 28 seconds long. But, I mean, I, I did... I went the last time I went to Disney. Me and Mrs. Black went. Um, that was about seven years ago. We went on. We did Rock and Roller Coaster um, ten times. Before that, the last time I had went before that was three, three, four years prior. 
I did it with my ex. We went on. We went in seven times. And I said, fuck it. We got to go three more times. Oh, I got I to I break that record. Definitely without a doubt. So, but uh, yeah, we're at fucking um, like hour and 26. So, well, want to do some plugs? Uh, yeah. So, um, basically, we're going to plug one thing, and that's pretty much it. Um, the website. Because that's the best place to find out all the information. Definitely without a doubt. So, it's the PowerlineKidsPodcast.com. You can get all the links to Spotify, Google Play Music, iTunes, which we're working on getting back on, guys. And we keep saying we that. We keep saying that, we know, but it's iTunes. Um, SoundCloud. Um, you can drop us a line there. It's the best way to do it. Um, it'll get to both of us. Um, or... If you want to email us individually and you don't want to send something to both of us, it's uh, the Powerline Kids at Yahoo.com. Powerline Kids Podcast. Pod- Powerline Kids Podcast at Yahoo.com and Brian Black 201 at gmail.com. Um, but go to the website and uh, we have all the stuff up there. We even have the merch shop. Click on the link, it's uh, about halfway down the page. So, all right. And, um, yeah, so. So that's it. It's uh, August 25th and we're out. We're out. Late. Peace.